Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. Have you ever heard of ninjutsu, sir? The secret art of assassination. Yeah, of course I have. And welcome once again to You Have Offended This Podcast. We watch martial arts movies. My name is Mike McCarran. With me, as always, is the guy who's bringing back wrist lasers as an accessory, Chad Lindsay. <laughs> What's up, dude? You, you caught the wrist lasers, too, did you? Oh, dude! <laughs> that was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. This ninja's about to go to space. <laughs> That's American Ninja 8. Ninjas fight, uh, I don't know, Michael Myers in space or some shit. Which I would watch. Oh, I'd be all in on that movie. I have to say, this is the the best of the lamest movies. I mean, I watched this so many times as a kid. Like, I watched it over and over again. And uh, it was fun to revisit it and just kind of be like, oh my god. (laughs) It was... (laughs) It's so bad. It's incredible. (laughs) It is awesome. And I think that's the thing we talked about before. Like people will, you know, serious movie critics will, will not get it. Like they'll, they'll take a movie and they're like, what a piece of garbage. But like, (laughs) you know, we'll watch it and we're like, oh my God, that was so amazing. He had wrist lasers. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. They'll watch it and never want to watch it again. And we'll watch it and want to watch it every weekend for the next 10 years because it's incredible. I think I first watched this when I was 14 or 15. And the funny thing is, like, to, as as you know, I'm doing a television show about professional wrestlers. So yes. tonight they're all meeting at the bar downtown, which is also an arcade. And I'm oh. sitting here and I'm like, well, I'm supposed to go to the arcade and hang out with the professional wrestlers, but I got to talk about, give my opinions on American Ninja. I'm like, yeah, this is exactly how 15-year-old me thought my life would turn out. It's just like, you know, I just, I'm talking about American Ninjas, then I might go to the arcade and hang with professional wrestlers. You know, it's, it's pretty like, pretty much life laid out. My guidance counselor owes me an apology. Exactly. <laughs> oh, like, man. Yeah. Oh, so good. American Ninja, 1985, starring Michael Dudikoff, who by all accounts seems like a really great guy. I was looking him up on Instagram and stuff. Seems super awesome. He was hired by the, on this movie based solely on his looks. <laughs> they just wanted yeah. a guy that looked like James Dean. He had zero martial arts experience at all. <laughs> like, like none. And zero. It's, it's clear, but you, it, it's clear that he's not a martial artist but it's also clear that he puts a fair bit of effort in there and it's him in the shots it's not like a stunt person like you can clearly see it's michael dudikoff who for the longest time i thought was also tom matthews i thought they were the same (laughs) the guy that plays tommy jarvis in the friday the 13th movies yes Jason Lives, which came out the following year. Like, I was shocked. Like, years later, I'm at the video store. I don't know. It was like 89 or 90. And I pick up the movie box and I'm like, wait, these are two different dudes. They look exactly the same. They look What's very similar. My my worlds were crumbling. But uh, <laughs> worlds are yeah, colliding. He's got, a, he's got a he's got a good look. And, and he he 
he pulls it off in this in this film despite the fact that this is just a crazy ridiculous film oh it's absolutely ridiculous he does most of the martial arts and like you said you can tell for a guy who didn't have any martial arts experience like he put some work in you can tell he tried and, you know, it, yeah. it, it was a valiant effort for somebody that has zero martial arts. He did pretty decently. When he's in the ninja costume, he does have a uh, a double that comes in. And it's actually, what is the guy's name? Richard Norton. Remember oh, Richard, Richard Norton, Norton from the Jackie from Chan movies? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Richard Norton. He did all kinds of movies with, I didn't know it was Richard Norton, but he did all kinds of movies with Cynthia Rothrock. Absolutely. Sammo Hung. Richard Norton is awesome. And yeah, and he did a lot of canon films too. So that makes perfect sense. Yeah, they brought him, <clears throat> excuse me, they brought him into double Joe when he's in the ninja uniform for some things. And there's one shot in particular where you can tell it's him. You can see Richard Norton's eyes really well, but it's, I mean, I mean it's a ninja says, mask. So. He says, good eye, ninjas. Good eye, ninjas. How you going? Good eye, ninjas. It's me, Joe, the American ninja. <laughs> Sorry to our thousands of Australian fans for that <laughs> accent. <laughs> he's sitting there drinking a Foster's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this movie had a, a very low budget. Obviously this is a $1 million budget movie. Uh, it did box office 10.5 though, $10.5 million in the box office, which is why there's like five more of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the canon way of doing films, right? So, yeah. But honestly, I have to say there was a lot of things about this film. Like even, even as a kid, I knew this was kind of a cheesy film, but I loved it anyway. But after my revisit, there was a lot of things that I was impressed with the production, like some of the sets and the locations and stuff like that. And some of the lighting and cinematography. I'm like, okay, this is actually done quite well stuff that I wouldn't have looked for as a teenager, but yeah, it, it, it's put together well for such a low budget. Yeah. Like you said, Canon started off their, their ninja run with Shokazuki and enter the ninja. Mm-hmm. And then they came back after that because that was fairly successful with Shokazuki and did Re- revenge of the ninja. Revenge. And then they decided to replace Shokazuki and brought in the female for Ninja three, the domination, <laughs> which is the craziest, of which them is all. madness, like, it's, abject it's, madness. <laughs> it's, that movie's nuts. We'll have to do that. Oh, we have to do that. We have to do some of the American Ninja sequels, too, because the American Ninja sequels are crazy. And I don't know if you know this. I I found this out when I was researching this. American Ninja, after they did the two Shokazuki ones and then they brought the girl in, Golan and Globus decided, okay, we got to have an American ninja. Like, we need to have somebody who is an American play because that'll really do well in the States. This movie was written with Chuck Norris in mind to play Joe. Yeah. But he turned it down because he didn't want to have his face covered. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, he's working totally. his way up. He'd already done Chuck Norris. He'd already done a ton of movies, so he didn't want to cover his face up. And he already took on the ninjas in the Octagon. So exactly, I, I don't. I don't blame Chuck for that. And the Octagon even starred Black Star Ninja from this movie, Tadashi Yamashita, who actually is a legit martial artist and and looks decent in this in this film. He he has probably the one legit really good martial arts scene in this movie i know which one you're talking about we'll we'll get to it but yeah I know we'll exactly get to it a little bit talking about so he uh so let's let's get through this we'll start off again i broke it into five little sections here so the first little little chunk here is we get the introduction of joe uh the convoy leaves the base and gets ambushed here we should mention this was shot in the philippines due to budgetary reasons and uh, so obviously this is all set in sort of tropical wonderland u.s army base the convoy leaves, it gets ambushed. 
Joe escapes with uh, the colonel's daughter, Colonel Hickok's daughter, Patricia. They escape into the jungle. They return to the base, but Joe gets in trouble for the deaths of all of his army comrades. So right off the bat here, and we mentioned this the other day too, as soon as the movie opens and the people like the convoys kind of driving in, there's a circle of guys playing hacky sack and Joe's a dick. Like I hate Joe right away. <laughs> like it's funny because immediately like, I hate him. <laughs> he, he plays kind of like the, the, the cool guy. So the guys are playing hacky sack and the hacky sack goes right by his head and lands right by his feet. And Charlie's <laughs> like, Hey man, a little help. And Joe's just <laughs> leaning against the truck, flicking his little balisong knife, just like, man, and man, like, <laughs> I was like, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, he's so cold. But now I'm like, ah, he's kind of a dick, man. You should pick up the hacky sack. You throw it back. Kick it back. Do something. Like, you're standing there trying to look all James Dean and not helping your, your fellow army people. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. These guys will depend. You will depend on them. There will be a moment yeah. where one of these guys <laughs> could save your life. And they just point their gun to the ground and they're like, yeah, I never threw the fucking hacky sack back. So. Yeah. Fuck that butterfly knife jagoff <laughs> so i should mention here too the music uh, the music is not good i'm going to tell you that now and that stays a theme through the whole movie the, the music, music I, I is not good <laughs> okay the music is not good but one thing i will say in defense of the music is whomever did the edit i don't know if it's really bad or really good but everything is cut to the beat of the music. So later yes. when the ninjas attack, it's like, dun, dun, dun. Like a ninja pops out on each hit. And I'm like, okay, all right. This guy, he obviously took his job very seriously. So I will <laughs> give him a, that a, a, a very, very, very powerful thumbs up to the, to the cat that, uh, <laughs> that, that integrated the music into the film. And anytime anybody's creeping around, you hear that little, it's so great <laughs> but like it's, it's, when i say bad it's so bad it makes me giggle because i'm like oh that's incredible <laughs> like, that's yeah, so exactly great. yeah like <laughs> and then like that little high that little high strike like ring. little piccolo <laughs> thing yeah yeah it's it's <laughs> wicked so good so they leave the the army base you see um charlie Ch charlie's hilarious because charlie lies about everything Charlie, the, oh, yeah. the, the, the other buddy, when he's like, hey, you guys. Hey, I graded that game. Back home in California, I'm like, deadly. Hold on, I'll teach you girls how to play. Give me a second and I'll come over. He's putting Patricia's bags in the trunk and he goes over and he just chucks it with his hand behind his back and then field goal kicks it over at Joe. Yeah, he he paylays it right out of the game. <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> he's no skills whatsoever. And we get the Joe thing, but then they leave in the he convoy. He possesses four skills. <laughs> he possesses zero skills. So they leave in the convoy. They get uh, grabbed or whatever. The, the convoy gets blocked by quote unquote construction workers. And uh, everybody's kind of playing it cool. Joe, you can kind of get a sense that he knows what's going on because the big uh, machine thing blocks them from behind. And then all the guns come out and they start getting hijacked. And Patricia, okay. This is the oh, thing. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> the two main people in this movie, Joe and Patricia, I immediately hate them both. <laughs> like, I know. I hate them both so much. Like, I'm rooting for the ninjas. Because <laughs> yeah, as soon as they're blocked in, she's like, Charlie, come on, let's go. We can take it now. Come on, Charlie, what are you waiting for? Step on it. We are in a 
And Charlie's like, all right. And the car doesn't turn over. Wah, 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 wah. And then <laughs> they just start beating the shit out of Charlie for trying to escape. Oh, they slam his head through the window. Like, through yeah. the car window. Like, do you know how fucking hard that is? <laughs> yeah, and this is a Canon film, so that was probably a real window. They probably did not have <laughs> right. the budget. Like, you're just going to have to take one for the team, Charlie. Bam. Like, we're we're going to shoot that scene on the last day of filming so you can yeah. <laughs> have your concussion protocol followed and go home. It was probably just a just a local from the Philippines that they put a Charlie wig on and just <laughs> bashed his head through the window, not giving just two shits about him. Compression caved his skull in for the day. So, yeah, that happens. And then Patricia, Patricia, in all of her entitled rich girlness, gets out and starts mouthing off to the guy with the gun. <laughs> yeah. And they're pulling guys out of the truck and Patricia gets backhanded by this rebel guy. And then Joe, Joe just like moves the guy who's holding him at gunpoint, just casually moves the gun out of the way and goes to help her. Yeah. The guy doesn't fucking do anything. Yeah. He just like pushes, <laughs> I'll just push this aside and uh, go over. But yeah, she, uh, she takes a full swing at the guy and I'm like, listen, man, the dude's holding a gun to my head. I'm pretty much going to do whatever he says, but you know, she just takes a swing at him. Then, uh, of course, Joe, Joe comes in and causes a ruckus. And then Patricia <laughs> just jumps in the car and drives like 20 feet and does, does like a, a 90 degree fucking brake burn turns, turns the whole side of the car. Like, so it's, she's facing the guns and I'm like, Oh, that was stupid. And then she drives another 50 feet and flips the car on a clear she's day on a dirt road. <laughs> she's the worst driver. I mean, she flattens the tires and then yeah. literally drives up a tree. <laughs> yeah. She's the worst. She useless. She is useless. <laughs> the worst. And gets everybody killed because it's later revealed that they were just going to steal the trucks. Yeah, it was her. Her, her fucking slapping the guy across the face. Hissy fit. These guys are soldiers. They should have been able to protect themselves to begin with. But now you got a bunch of dead soldiers. And because the soldiers start kicking the shit out of the regular construction worker guys, out come the ninjas as backup. Out come the ninjas. Yeah. So they, yeah, they fight the, because Joe starts fighting, all the other guys start fighting the, the construction guys, the the rebels or whatever. Joe jumps under this truck and opens up the side hatch and starts throwing fucking screwdrivers and tire irons and shit at the guys. <laughs> that, that was pretty good though. I have oh, to that, was... that was pretty awesome. But it's funny because the guy the guy shoots the, the toolbox open. Like Joe yeah. Joe does a like a fucking dive right. roll and the guy shoots at him and he just opens the toolbox and Joe's like, oh well, how convenient oh. and just starts throwing everything. Lana, you have a screwdriver in your neck. So great. And then because the forces guys are now winning, like you said, Black Star Ninja shows up. And the, the funny thing is, <laughs> ninjas ninjas are up watching these construction rebels get their ass kicked. And you see Black Star Ninja, and he gives this look like, oh, for fuck's sake, like now we have to kill these guys. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like he's upset that the ninjas have to get involved. Yeah, like uh, the first and only time I've ever seen a ninja like frustrated, like eye roll, <laughs> look like my teenage daughter. Oh God, Dad! God. So he calls in the ninjas, and he's standing there, and he goes, "Go!" 
and these two ninjas on either side of him in the background slide down out of palm trees. Yeah. <laughs> Which, why were they up there? <laughs> like, why are they in palm trees? You're only going to have to come down again when you're looking like, <laughs> and then they jump and there's very clearly trampolines on the truck. Cause they all three of them in sync do these fucking punch fronts off the yes. truck. <laughs> and, and, and very clearly a guy shoots at a ninja and he jumps up and backwards. And clearly that is reversed film. Like, yes, very clear. <laughs> <laughs> that was very it's funny. So, it's so good. You're like, wow, look at these skills. And it's like, yeah, they just played it backwards. They played that shit backwards. And then Patricia's running away from a Patricia's running away from a guy here who's chasing her after she crashed the car. And she literally throws grass at him from the ground. Yeah. <laughs> she pens down and is like, eh, eh. She's like throwing straw and shit at him. <laughs> and this is where he's Joe beats up the guy that's chasing her. And then there's like arrows fly like Black Star Ninja, I think, is shooting arrows. And this is where he takes the shovel handle and swats two and then blocks the third arrow right in fucking front of Patricia with the shovel handle. Yeah. Do you know how fucking precise you'd have to be to make an arrow stick in a shovel handle that's round without ricocheting anywhere fucking chest? <laughs> it's good. I I still love that part because he's just like, whack, whack. And then the third one. And then Joe, in an act of defiance, breaks his arrow in half. He just looks at him and he's just like, snap. <laughs> it's... I don't care. It's still badass, but yeah, it is pretty badass. Very skilled to take a round shovel handle and and stop an arrow, which is, which <laughs> is pretty ridiculous. Great. So then, Joe and Pat, Joe and Patricia. I'm going to call her Pat because it's annoying. Joe and Pat leave and and break away into the jungle. They're trying to escape. They're being chased by ninjas, and this is where Patricia is the absolute worst. Yes, but we have to. We have to make one acknowledgement here because as they run away black star ninja runs up to colonel trevor Achmonic from alf and uh <laughs> and, asks, and asks who joe is and he's like i don't know he's a new recruit and then the black star ninja looks off into the middle horizon the middle the distance because yeah. <laughs> he just he just goes who is he i don't know he's a new recruit i don't even know his name he possessed great skills. I wanted to point that out because for years we said that. Like, <laughs> we said that if like anybody do anything, you turn on the TV, Michael Jordan would be like doing a dunk and you'd be like, he possessed great skills. <laughs> said that for years. Like, Such a good line. It's a great line. So anyway, yeah, we go back to Patricia in the jungle being the royalist of bitches. Oh, she's the worst. Like, how many guys got killed back there? Six? No, I think it was nine guys got killed. So nine guys from her dad's platoon, Joe's ostensibly workmates. Maybe they don't like him because he's a douche, but like guys that are in the army. And she's like, oh my God, look at my hair. My dress is terrible. You just broke my shoes. Oh my God, I hate, like, she's the worst. <laughs> she sucks so bad. Shoes. You're going to buy me some new shoes. And Joe is just like, it just sits there taking it. He almost stabs her in the vagina <laughs> with his butterfly knife. Did you notice how oh, close he came? Oh, yes. <laughs> when he cuts her skirt so she can walk. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I was like, whoa, dude, it's a little close. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't fuck. know what you, where you're going with that at first, but yeah, he pulls out the butterfly knife and it's like, Oh, like he looking back at that. You're just like, that was, 
I don't think that was a stunt knife. Like, I think they just said, okay, Joe, go ahead and do it. Yeah. And I think, cut her dress. I think he cut her dress and he came ridiculously close to actually stabbing her. Yeah. <laughs> and then he chucks her in the river so they can escape. They get away down the river somewhere. So there are some safe distance away and they get out and she's still bitchy about her hair. Never mind the ninjas that were trying to kill them or all the guys that died. Like my hair is really raw. I'm wet. This is gross. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, awful. Uh, there's, there's ninjas chasing us. Shut up. Could you maybe shut the fuck up? Like, how about that? How about we try that for a bit? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, Joe and Patricia are both two huge douchebags. Oh yeah, because like she's all prissy and oh my god, my hair sucks, and he's just kind of looking at her, half smiling, like, hey, yeah, all right, yeah. you good there? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> he's giving her the Joey Tribbiani, how you doing? Like, yeah, he's giving her the eyes. And she's just like, she's just like, ah, this sucks. Meanwhile, Black Star Ninja's out there scooping up all his friggin' buddies and stacking up the bodies and stealing his trucks. <laughs> right? Jesus. Yeah, like, the ninjas now have truckloads of weapons, and you're complaining <laughs> about your hair. Your fucking hair, right? And then they go right from that to, oh, we'll just hang our clothes to dry. Hey, this is funny. Oh my god, if my dad could see us, this is terrible. Oh my god. (laughs) You're really cute. This is terrible. Oh my god. (laughs) Like everybody's dead and they're fucking floating in the jungle. Like (laughs) it's fucking blue lagoon or some shit. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) It's canon films, right? They're just like, hey man, let's just do a romantic scene here. Uh I don't know, man. Like a bunch of American soldiers were just killed. Ah, that's all right. It wasn't Joe. Force a fucking romance in here like a fucking marshmallow yeah. into a piggy bank. Like just fucking yeah. cram that shit in. Just, just <laughs> <ram> it in. <laughs> it's Go awful. Ahead. So then we we kind of they they finally get back to the uh, to the base, thankfully. And this is where you get uh, the introduction of Jackson, who is goddamn awesome. I love Steve yeah. Jackson as Curtis Jackson. I wish that guy was in more movies. He was fucking awesome. Unfortunately, he passed away, but. God damn, he's he's one of the best parts of this movie for me. I love this well, dude. He, he and you know, like far and away, he's like the best actor in the. He carries the the film. Not even close. Yeah, not even close. But I love when when they they get back to the base and the colonel is talking and I'm like, "Wow, what happened, Bara Jackson? Come here. What did you look at the bodies? What happened?" And Jackson goes, "Jackson, yes, sir. Did you get a chance to check the wounds? Yes, sir, I did. What the hell did you find out?" Have you ever heard of ninjutsu, sir? What's that? The secret art of assassination. Yeah, of course I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The way he says it is so great. It's awesome. He's, he's so serious and he's got his hands behind his back and he's just speaking like he's delivering like incredibly important information and he just casually is like, have you heard of ninjutsu, sir? Like, it's yeah, so awesome. And then the, the way the curl goes, What? And Jackson goes, you know, the Japanese secret out of assassination. And the colonel goes, yeah, of course I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he like totally is, has no idea. But then he's like, oh, yeah, I work with those guys. So sorry. Never mind. Oh, so yeah. great. And then we get a bit of a flash here to uh, Ortega and Black Star Ninja talking about, ah, that's a fucking American ninja. There was a guy. He was an American and he was super good at the ninja arts. And uh, the guy's like Ortega, the bad guy. He says something to the effect of, An American ninja? What are you talking about? There is no such thing. I do not lie. I know it is death to teach the secrets to the Westerner. 
But I also know there was any American ninja there. That, you know, American ninja, that's impossible. And Blackstar Ninja says, I know it's death to teach the secrets to the Westerners. However, and we're going to get to this, but later, a lot of the ninja trainees you can see are white dudes. <laughs> Completely. Completely. Maybe there's no American ninjas, but there's like Scandinavian ninjas or some shit, or Irish ninjas or fucking <laughs> Norwegian Polish ninjas ninja. or whatever. There's just no American. America's just the one that didn't get any. But the whole time where Senor Ortega, who's French or Dutch for some reason, he's, uh, well, they're having that conversation. The gardener there is just in the background, like slowly looking over to out of the corner of his eye while they yes. have a conversation. <laughs> What's that, guys? <laughs> he's working in the koi pond and he's just like looking over his shoulder completely suspiciously, like giving him the skeptical hippo eyes from the koi pond. Like, uh, what's going on over there? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, uh, Joe and Pat, this is where Joe and Pat actually finally make make their way back uh, to the base on a fruit truck. Like, they must have hopped a ride on a fruit truck or some shit. And they say goodbye here. <laughs> they drop, they, Joe drops her off, and they say goodbye like they're fucking 13 on the front porch after a movie and a burger date or some shit. Like, they're, yeah. every, like yeah. they're forgetting that everybody fucking died. Yeah. Like, they're looking down at the ground, kicking little rock. Kicking yeah, It's <laughs> yeah, really a good fun. Time too. Yeah. I had a good time on our murder spree, too. Actually. Do you remember when those ninjas showed up? Oh, man, oh, that was crazy. That was great. Remember when <laughs> you remember when you just saved me from the ninja? Yeah, that was <laughs> so awesome. But the fruit this truck, while they're date. doing this, is waiting for them like a fucking taxi cab like, behind them. And yes, this was not a date. <laughs> Jesus. So uh, a quick little, before we do the next little section, there's one last little section here where, <laughs> where Joe goes back to the base and now he's in the colonel's office and they're reaming him out because apparently it's his fault and not his daughter's so they're reaming joe out and the the colonel says to joe there was nothing in that convoy worth protecting yeah you know not his daughter or anything who was in the fucking convoy yeah i was Jesus trying to figure Christ. out what he meant by that because Clearly, there were weapons in the convoy that were worth protecting. And his daughter. His fucking daughter. (laughs) Right. And by the way, she was getting her ass kicked by those rebel guys before Joe ever did a fucking thing. Exactly. Yeah, she was getting her ass kicked after she punched the guy with the gun to her head. But yes, that's that's exactly (laughs) what happened. Right. Jesus. So. (laughs) So the second the second little section here. Is we get, uh, Joe is getting chirped by all the army guys, of course. We get the introduction of the bad guy, which I just talked about. Um, the ninja training center happens in this section. This is where Jack- Jackson challenges Joe to a fight, and they end up becoming best friends. And then Joe takes Jackson's motorbike to a date with Patricia. Now, I was just about to finish the section we just talked about where J- the colonel was yelling at Joe. They dismiss Joe, and then Alf Sergeant talks to the colonel about Joe's history and his file. Mm. Now, there's a little thing here that uh, they must have fucked this up in the continuity because they say, you know, uh, this guy, Joe, what's going on? He's got more last names than anything and last name unknown and date of birth unknown and blah, 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 unknown. And then the colonel looks at the file and goes, oh, a construction crew found him six years ago by an explosion in the jungle when they were cutting a new road. And I was like, motherfucker, six years ago? Michael Dudikoff was 31 when he made this movie. So like, even if he's, I don't know, 
let's say he's playing 25. That means he was 19 when that explosion went off, which later in the goddamn movie, when they show the fucking explosion and the guy, he's like, he's, he's no more than 10. He's no more than 10. His teacher actually says he was six when he found him. Which like, (laughs) what are you doing? He's definitely not 19 and it wasn't six years ago. But I have a hard time now trying to put it together because did the explode? Yeah, because did is this the point at which the movie lost credibility for you? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, because it was a ship. It was a ship that got shipwrecked, and he found him. Is that is that what happened initially? And then the explosion is what separated them. I don't know because he said you were a baby when I found you. Yeah, and then later, uh, Senor Ortega is like talking about him and he's like i found him in the jungle he wasn't aware that the war was over and i'm like okay when did you find him like 1950 like and then he's been (laughs) your gardener ever since but he's been joe's ninja teacher on the side also like your timeline does not make sense here (laughs) movies yeah that's fine he's like yeah Yeah. he's been my gardener ever since i found him he didn't know the war was over and i'm like well world war ii was over in 1945 like what what's happening here this this movie has no timeline that makes any sense. No, no, the timeline is ab- abjectly fucked. It's not workable in any sense. <laughs> so yeah, the the timeline doesn't make sense. This is where we get a cut to the ninja training, where Ortega and Black Star Ninja are showing around the uh, buyers, business partners, arms buyers. Who are these guys? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They just he shows up and he's like. Everything that you see here, it all belongs to me. We are totally autonomous here. We grow our own food, train our staff, and store our product until the right buyers, such as yourselves, can take delivery. Very impressive. Just like a fucking warehouse? Like Like every other business on Earth ever? (laughs) That product comes in and we uh, hold on to it until we find fucking... Deliver it to them. <laughs> Thank you for explaining like, commerce. <laughs> how the fuck else would you do it? Ortega? Like, what, what other piece would you work into this? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, that's how, yeah, that's how that works. Impressive. Very impressive. <laughs> I like it. So this is, you get, this is the, uh, the color-coded ninja training. Yeah. Where we have the yellow ninjas and the is it orange ninjas? There's yellow, I think it was orange, black, yellow, and orange, right? Blue. Was there, Oh, there was blue. You're right. Yeah, I was looking yeah. for green, but there wasn't any green. I thought it was like primary color. The blue guys were swinging the heavy bags with fucking spikes on them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which will come back later, by the way. Yeah. Oh, why did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know exactly. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> the yellow ninjas were the gymnastic ninjas. Yeah. They were doing flippy dippy shit. And, and. It's it's all so basic. They had a they had a almost literally a picture of a skeleton, <laughs> a big picture yeah. of a skeleton like, in the training zone. I'm a like massive one, <laughs> a massive one. No detail of anatomy. Like really, it's like well, hit that bone. <laughs> all right, <laughs> pretty straightforward. It's like 28 feet tall, and I'm like, are you ninjas <laughs> fighting fucking giants? Like why why do you have that? Well, that's why he has the wrist laser, so he can do lectures and laser point on the yeah, on the giant point. on the giant skeleton map. This is the ulna. 
And speaking of Black Star Ninja, he has to show off for Ortega to the to the buyers and beat the living bejesus out of four different ninjas here and kills the last guy. Yeah. yeah. He just gets the nod from Ortega and snaps that dude's neck and Ortega's like Black Star Ninja is the only top ranking ninjutsu sensei outside Japan. Believe me when I tell you this man is uh, deeply honored to die at his hand. I I don't think that's right. <laughs> I think <Yeah>. that's very <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I mean, I, I like my boss. I'm friends with him, but I'm not getting fucking killed for him and be, let's, be honored by it. And what's with one of the right? buyers? Why is his fucking tie so short like he's going to a junior high prom? Like his tie <laughs> goes halfway down his torso. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but that is let's we're talking about martial arts films. That is that that scene is the is the one decent scene that um that he pulls off. That is a good scene. That's actually not the scene I was thinking of, but you're right. There is two scenes then. Um that is a decent scene that he pulls off. He does a good one when he fights the two guards. Yeah. I mean, this scene where he's fighting the guys with the rattan sticks or whatever they had, they're uh you know they're attacking him one at a time. It's 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 pretty basic, but you you can tell that he is comfortable, and you can tell that he knows what he's doing. Uh, yes, it's not an exceptionally well choreographed scene. Again, like I said, they're, they're all attacking him one at a time, but you know it just kind of shows off how badass he is. And they basically, I think, just killed one guy just to make you fear for Joe's safety. Yeah, just to show you how dangerous Black Star Ninja actually is. Is this the only reference of a Black Star Ninja? Because I've never, ever heard that term used before or since. I think it is the only reference. I think. I kept thinking when I watched this movie again now, and he's got the little Black Star shuriken tattoo on his face. Yeah. I kept thinking, do you think he got the tattoo first and then got the nickname? Or do you think he got the nickname and then he got the tattoo? Oh, yeah, that's a good uh, point. It'd be cooler if he got the nickname and then he got the tattoo because... Can you imagine all the other ninjas? What the fuck's on your face? I'm Black Star Ninja. You're what? Trying to force your own nickname? Yeah, yeah. Black Star. I'm Black Star now. What? You want to call me Black Star Ninja? Yeah, I'm Black Star Ninja. Oh, that's fucking lame. Get out of Japan. That's why he's there. Everyone just fucking teased him so much he left Japan. He's the only one outside of Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't want him around. they all anymore. think he's a dork. <laughs> he's, like, he's a dork. He's like Woody Allen and Small Time Crooks. They call, you guys called me the brain. Yeah, yeah, that was sarcastic. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, Black Star Ninja, you're so awesome. <laughs> so then we get a bit of a flash here. Not a flash, I'm sorry. Then we get a cut to uh, Jackson and some of the crew uh, rolling through the base here, and they see Joe working on a truck, and Jackson gets kind of a wild hair up his ass here to, to kick Joe's ass. So they go over. Jackson fucks with Joe enough to the point where they end up in a fight. I remember when I was in my teens and watching this movie, thinking this fight was really badass, It is yeah. not. Um, it's, it's fun. Cause you know, this is essentially the kind of fight that you would see in a karate demonstration in a mall in 1986. You know what I mean? Yeah. They grab, they throw the guy being thrown jumps with the throw <laughs> to, to make sure you get a good clearance and a nice dive roll. It, and I, I mean this in the most sincere way because I do love this movie and I've yes, watched it absolutely. a million times. 
but this movie is like a little boy wrote it right it's like yes. a little boy it's a little boy fan fiction because he's like yeah he's a cool guy he's in the army and he drives big trucks yeah and then ninjas attack him and then he saves the girl <laughs> and the girl's the girl at first is a real bitch she's but stupid then, but then they <laughs> then they go skinny dipping and she really likes him but he still plays it cool then he gets a motorcycle and jumps a fence <laughs> and you're just like yeah a little boy wrote this do like you remember an when we did pray for death? year old boy. Yes, we did pray for death. When we did pray for death, and and you made the incredible point of when I said, and the the bad guys, you know, Limehouse Willie, they're on the boat, and there was belly dancers, and you said, yeah, that's because little, that's what little kids think strippers are. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Perfect. That's exactly what this movie is, right? It's the yeah. same thing. It's written by a child. It's written by a child who thinks Incredible. this is what ninjas are like. This is what girls are like. Yeah, girls are bitchy yes. until you get to know them. Then they're kind of cool. And the girls' dads are always assholes to you. you know. And your best friend's always there. Yeah. And, you know, people hate you until you beat them up. And then once you beat somebody up, they're your friend now. <laughs> right? Like, immediately. Yeah. Immediately after this fight, like, Joe beats the shit out of Jackson strangles him with a fucking garden hose and then puts the stupid bucket on his head. <laughs> like, like that guy, what was that dude's name from Hercules? The mask. Yeah. The mask of the bucket on his head. <laughs> he couldn't get hurt. Puts his bucket over his head and then beats Jackson. And then immediately Jackson stands up to all the guys standing around watching and goes, Hey, I'm Jackson. Joe. Curtis Jackson is man enough to admit what he's wrong. Joe's all right, right? Right. Ain't this a bitch? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's a good, yeah, yeah. Joe's a good guy. We like yeah. Joe. <laughs> Four minutes ago, he was like, your your actions caused the death of nine of my buddies. <laughs> and he, he the shit Four guys like, died. Good enough for a phone number, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoa. He's up, dude. <laughs> then the next thing you know, he gets his ass kicked and he's like, Joe's all right. I was wrong about I was wrong about your personality because you're a good fighter. <laughs> it's like, and Jackson okay. says that, and Joe's still a dick to him. Joe is still a dick. Right away, he's like, "Yeah, those are some crazy moves, man. Where'd you learn them?" And Joe goes, "Nowhere." <laughs> Just <laughs> stares off in the distance with his pouty James Dean lips. He does too. He like, does. Doesn't look at him. He fucking stares off. Just a few things I picked up on the streets. And Jackson's like, don't talk to me about the streets. I'm from the streets. <laughs> the hilarious thing about this is Jackson rolls up on his motorbike and shows empty in garbage cans and shit because he got reamed out again. And yeah. Jackson's like, hey, man, where'd you learn those moves? Don't tell me the street. I know you. The, your, moves are, your moves are too perfect, is what he says. <laughs> your moves and then are too perfect. Joe goes, it's a long story. And Jackson goes, yeah, okay. And then Joe proceeds to tell him the story in like 12 seconds. Look, your moves are too perfect. Somebody had to teach them to you. It's a long story. Okay. I lost my memory a few years ago. My whole childhood was completely wiped out. I remember bits of things sometimes. Like dreams. I can't seem to figure them out. That's so good because it's like it's a long story. All right, tell me. Well, I've got amnesia, and that's the end of the story. That's, that's, I got amnesia. Like, I know all these moves. 
Yeah. Dude, that wasn't long. <laughs> that was not a long story. <laughs> that so made me laugh story. when I watched it again. Yeah. I got hit in the head and woke up and I'm in the army and I know ninjutsu. That'd be awesome if Jackson was like, that is not a long story, Joe. <laughs> that would have been an awesome line. That, for J- that, Jackson has some good lines in here. He does. <laughs> that should have been one of them. So then uh, Joe sees uh, Patricia again, and uh, Jack Jackson actually has a good line here when he sees Joe looking at her. She's cute, isn't she? Who? Who? You may have kicked my ass, but you did not make me blind. Jackson, she's a colonel's daughter. I know, but nobody's perfect. But she is cute, isn't she? Isn't she? Huh? Yeah, yeah. You're tingling. You're tingling. I knew I'd touch something again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and fucking Charlie. Charlie has to drive her to wherever and be her gopher guy. And he lies again. He's like, yeah, I'm from California. You should come there sometime. I'm really famous surfer there. <laughs> like, bitch, you've never been on a surfboard. <laughs> Such a lying asshole. Really is. <laughs> so she makes... Uh, Charlie turn around and, and set up this whole date thing with Joe. So he goes, Charlie goes back to the base and Joe and Jackson are like hanging out best of beds now. And Charlie gets the two of them and he's like, Hey man, I need you guys. I got this really hot date with this girl. You got to, somebody got to get her a note. Cause I got to, I can't be there. So Jackson says he can't do it. So Joe is like, yeah, I'll get it to her. Even though he's been like ready to be court-martialed fucking twice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, I'll break out of the base and go yeah. do it. And he's like, but Jackson, I need your motorbike. And he's like, what? So Jackson gets him his motorbike. He's all in his goddamn, he's just delivering a note. Why is he in his fucking dress uniform? First of all, (laughs) full on dress uniform gets on Jackson's motorbike. And they're like, Hey man, how are you going to get off the base? This is crazy. And he's like, Oh, I'll find a way. Wah, and he fucking peewee's big adventure is the bike. <laughs> like, wah, 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 driving away, can't drive a motorbike with shit. <laughs> and there's a fucking ramp that goes up the side of the fucking wall. Who puts that in a base? Why would you have that there? <laughs> there's no reason to have a ramp out of the fucking base. <laughs> It's so stupid. But it's clearly, it's clearly two things. Okay. Let's let's talk about this motorbike scene. Because first of all, let's talk about, let's talk about when Joe approaches the ramp, when Joe goes over the ramp and when Joe lands. Yes. Three very distinct phases of this. So when Joe is approaching the ramp, like you said, he, the, the driver has literally no control over that fucking bike. Because when you say Pee-wee's Big Adventure, that is so fucking accurate. Because that bike, he literally has no control over that bike. And he is fighting. He's fighting his damnedest to hit that ramp. If he doesn't, he's going to hit the fucking wall. It is absolutely oh. amazing <laughs> it's so good but, I got, but <laughs> then they cut to the oh. shot of him going over but yeah 
Dude, do you have the movie in front of you? I don't, but I remember it very accurately because I just okay. watched it like eight minutes ago. The stunt man. Yep. When that bike lands, did you see his oh. fucking face bounce off of the fucking windshield? <laughs> off of the fairing? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like <laughs> he's going towards it. He's got no control. He's in the air. Clearly, it's a different person and a different bike. <laughs> yep. And, and then it lands, and the stuntman, <laughs> the stuntman dies. Like <laughs> that's the stunt coordinator, by the way, who was like, we couldn't get anybody to do it. So I just had to do it. Well, he <laughs> it doesn't even look like Joe. He doesn't look like Joe. <laughs> and he hits his face. He hits his face off of the fucking front of that bike. So goddamn hard. Like He was off. He was off for several weeks. Oh, yeah. There's no fucking way. There is no way. Oh, that was goddamn amazing. That's one of the best scenes in the whole goddamn movie for me. Because when he was driving towards that wall and I was thinking about Pee Wee, I was fucking dying laughing. I know. I know. (laughs) Dudikoff Dudikoff is not looking half bad on the bike, but then when they have that stunt guy and it's just, he just cannot control it. And I'm like, Oh Jesus. I didn't, I didn't notice it when I was a kid. Right. I was like, Jesus, this guy can't drive worth shit. And then when I, landed, I was like, Oh my God. That, guy, that guy's face is still in the Philippines. Like, and like, oh my he's God. trying to sneak off the base. That's not sneaking off the base. (laughs) Everybody everybody saw that. Like, if you jump over a fucking 15-foot wall, you're not sneaking away. Everybody fucking knows it's you. They know Jackson's the only guy with that goddamn bike. Like, where are you sneaking off to, son? (laughs) And and Joe's not even wearing a helmet to cover his face. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Like they would have made the job easier to try to find a stuntman. They could have got anybody of any race to just pop a helmet and some gloves. Let it go. No. Oh, that's so good. Oh, and then the the, the the another Jackson funny line at the end here is when when he says to to, to Charlie. Well, look at Charlie. I want to talk to you about your future. My future? Yes. See, you're going to put on working fatigues and come back in a flash and re- be ready to cover up for Jill. What's that got to do with my future? Because if you don't do what I tell you, you ain't going to have a future. Ah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ah. <laughs> and they do this little, yeah. this little smiley uptick like, ah. <laughs> yeah. So 80s sitcom opening theme. Exactly. <laughs> so funny. Oh, my God. That's too oh. good. Okay, so now we're in, oh, I got to catch my breath. So now Joe goes, this is section three. Joe goes on the date, but he gets in a bit of trouble. Uh, he gets sent to the uh, the warehouse as part of the, the, you know, auto brigade or whatever, where he has to fight a bunch of ninjas. Then he has to stow away under the truck to another warehouse, which is Ortega's place where he has to fight more ninjas, but he escapes into the jungle. So this is where Joe goes out and meets Patricia for the, I'm going to say cheesiest date maybe ever captured on film. Yes. And Patricia is still awful because she shows, he shows up and sees Patricia and she's like, Oh, Hey, what's up? How are you? Oh my God. You're really good. This is awesome. Yeah. And they sit down and the music is 
abject cheese 80s music. It's yeah, it is. gloriously bad. And uh, they sit down for dinner, and Patricia goes, don't worry, Joe, you can order anything you want. It'll just go on my dad's bill. I'm like, oh, you're awful. Like, you're, you're horrible. I still hate you. <laughs> I still hate this girl. <laughs> Patricia's the worst. <laughs> and then, of course, the secret relationship between Colonel Lachmanic and Senor Ortega <laughs> are sitting openly <laughs> in the restaurant, obviously very close to the base, like the biggest criminal <laughs> right. in the Philippines. And they're just having dinner. And then they're surprised that someone recognizes them. And the colonel's in his fucking uniform. <laughs> oh, that guy's so good. <laughs> yeah, they're sitting there eating, you know, the Benny Hanna shrimp or whatever, cooked table side, and they're chatting. They're chatting about having Joe killed. <laughs> yeah. And there's a waiter. With the waiter the right behind them. Right <laughs> there. Right cooking there. Shrimp. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're working together. What a shock. <laughs> yeah. So oh nuts. God. So Joe and Patricia, uh, he drives Patricia home on the motorbike, and she's like, why don't you come in my house and have a bunch of sex or whatever? So he goes in. I assume he stays the night because they then cut to the next morning, and he's not getting up for roll call. And uh, Alfie sh- Sergeant basically calls out Charlie for wanting extra duty and puts him on a bunch of extra duty and then sends Joe to motor pool. Is motor pool like a bad thing? Like I'm not an army guy. Is that like a bad thing to, to go drive in motor pool? Cause he likes to drive. Apparently Joe likes no, to drive. He is a, he, well, I didn't understand it. Cause Joe's clearly a driver. Right. And he's like, yeah, we're moving you to motor pool. And I was like, well, I, I, I think he was in motor pool. Like he's been doing nothing but drive trucks. And now you're going to punish him by making him drive a truck. But he was driving a truck in the first, the first, the yeah. first convoy, like his first mission. Fuck. But I mean, like the, they, they show like the sun coming up outside the barracks and then, yes. you know, Mr. Ackmonic comes in and starts tearing a strip on him. And clearly it's fucking like noon and these guys are still in bed. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think the fucking army works that way. Uh, roll call everybody. It's fucking 1158. <laughs> up at the crack of 1130. <laughs> Life in the army in the Philippines. What's up, boys? <laughs> Welcome to Hell Week. <laughs> so yeah, Joe Joe has to drive this truck. It, it actually made me laugh when he said, "I'm gonna you like to drive so much. I'm gonna send your ass to motor pool." And all I could think of was if some of the other guys in that unit, I assume, were already assigned to motor pool, and it made me think of the Simpsons when. Skinner goes, I'm going to assign you the most degrading job in the, in whatever, janitorial duty. And Willie's like, oh, come, I'm right here, sir. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it's not that bad. <laughs> so Joe ends up showing up at the warehouse here. <laughs> he shows up in the truck and there's nobody at the warehouse. Again, the music is hilarious with the doodle doo when Joe gets out and looks in the warehouse and there's nobody there. This is where he has to fight a ton of ninjas. They just fucking appear out of nowhere. You know, some guy throws a, a, a shuriken at him, and then there's swords coming out of fucking everywhere. This is unbelievable. Like, there's there's ninjas in the roof. There's ninjas coming out of the off. He goes in the office with the shadow. That was actually really, like, th- this is good. Like, it's, as corny as this movie is, like, I, I loved the, the set because they built the big warehouse set. It's filled out with 
with boxes and, you know, guys are shooting arrows at him and he's diving, you know, he's running along, he's got a sword, there's a ninja hanging, hiding behind like a fucking bag of flour and <laughs> he stabs up through him. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember thinking that was cool because he, he walked along the edge of that thing and just heard the little trickles come down and knew there yeah. was a guy up of him and he turned up and yeah. stabbed the sword through him and through the bag. That was cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool. When he goes into the office and the shadows were there, like, you know, production wise for a really cheap movie, like this, this is good. Like you can't really fault it. No, it's a cool way to do it. The martial arts aren't fantastic, but you know, like you buy it. Like I bought it as a kid. I thought I fucking love this. This scene when I was a kid was the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. You were just like, oh my God, all these ninjas are coming at him. You know, the ninjas are up there doing their classic ninja stuff with their shurikens and their blow dart guns and there's one ninja up in the roof that he throws and hits with the shuriken and he falls and like hits <laughs> through the legit, wooden box like he throws through the wooden <laughs> box and like <laughs> the actor it's either the actor is like really playing it well and doesn't move he just lays there limp or he really got fucking hurt because he just <laughs> he just lays in there and knowing goddamn canon films that was probably the dude's coffin like if it was they're just like hey he's already in the, let's just fucking nail it shut boys bury him here in the philippines yeah this is good man listen if i was going to show a ninja movie to my 10 year old kid this would work and he'd love it yeah he would love oh, this yeah. movie you know what i mean like there's very little blood if any yeah. i don't think there is any blood in this movie is there there's one there's one tiny bit of blood at the very end yes okay yeah fair enough i remember seeing like i was like oh there's 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 the blood okay but like there you go. there's so little as to be inconsequential yes yeah there's you know there's, what I mean? there's hardly any there's no limbs being lopped off there's no heads being lopped off you know, uh, there's there's a couple of scenes where, you know, blades go across guy's neck. No blood. There's one here where, like, Joe's fighting a group of ninjas, and there's those uh, cardboard barrels, and Joe just, like, oh, runs yes. up to one <laughs> and puts his sword into it, and, like, the dead ninja pops up. Yeah, <laughs> behind him pops up, like, Oscar the Grouch, and, it's like, like, that's the... Like a jack-in-the-box ninja. Yeah, like, I was, I was when I w- watched this, like, how fucking long was that ninja in that one barrel? Like, if the lid was on, you know, they're probably like, okay, all right, t- all right, Takeda, you're getting in, yeah. you're getting Takeda. in this fucking barrel, and you're gonna fucking stay here until Joe shows up, and hopefully he doesn't walk up and randomly stab this one barrel out of the 700 barrels that are here. If he walks by... You jump up and stab him in the throat. Okay. Can you handle that? Like, yeah, okay. I got that. (laughs) I got that. And all of these ninjas, all of these ninjas, uh, just before the attack all go, or they key eye. And it's like, yeah. Hey man, I thought there's, I thought you're supposed to be stealthy. Yeah. Quiet and shit. First rule in ninja club is don't talk about ninja club, man. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) So then they, when they get out of the truck, there was actually something that, that, that I questioned the laws of physics. And I'm like, would it the that swords? happen or would something else happen? No, when they get outside and they're escaping in the, in when they're, they're trying to steal the truck. Oh, okay. Can I go back very quickly with the double, yeah, the double course. sword throw just before we move oh, yeah. outside? Because there's this scene where he has two swords and one guy from up high on Joe's left wraps the chain around the sword hand. And yes. there's another guy to Joe's right. And he throws both swords underhand 
and kills yes. both guys. <laughs> yeah, from a pretty fucking far distance. Oh, the left side guy was high and easy 15, 20 feet away. <laughs> yeah. And he skewers that dude like a fucking yeah. mushroom on a shish kebab. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, if you were to give me two fucking croquet balls of the same weight and told me to throw one one way and throw one the other and throw one at a much further distance than the other. I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could simultaneously throw my arms out and exert much more force on one. But yeah, he actually gets kills both of them by throwing yeah. the sword. It's pretty fucking Try hard. taking two darts in two opposite hands and throwing any manner you'd like and hit two different dartboards. Anywhere on the dartboard, not a bullseye, anywhere. I'll be very impressed. One dartboard is 12 feet away, and the other dartboard is 130 feet away and in the ceiling. So, <laughs> Right? Yeah, just reach. Anyway. Just, just get the distance. <laughs> I had to mention that before we moved outside, so please go ahead with your outside point. All right, so they're outside. Yep. The truck is driving away. Joe is in hot pursuit. He's running yep. across the rooftops. And then Joe jumps into, he jumps on a motorcycle uh, with a sidecar. Correct. Okay. So meanwhile, Joe's fisticuffed him with the guy on the motorcycle and the sidecar. Now Joe is driving the motorcycle. The bad guy is now in the sidecar. Was the guy in the sidecar, was that guy a bad guy or was he just some fruit seller on the outside? No, he was a bad guy. He was the guy, I think. Because he was wearing a blue shirt, I think he's the guy yeah. that uh, closed the doors and put the put the piece of rebar through and locked Joe in the garage. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was like, is that just some dude Joe's fucking up? No, because he because he fucking dies. He dies bad. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so the motorcycle is driving, and the sidecar Joe now drives the motorcycle. And the gigantic truck hits the sidecar <laughs> yep. and rips it off immediately. Head on, head on. Yep. And I was like, okay, that goddamn truck weighs so much that it yep. would just, it would just, that motorcycle would just get pulled right under the wheels of the truck with the sidecar, but the sidecar snaps off. But then I was thinking, well, if the truck is so goddamn big, it might just, the the force might be so much that it breaks it off and the and the force doesn't transfer into the motorcycle because it's just going that fast. So Fair. I, I I I was I was weighing it in my head. I was like, either way, I think he'd be fucking dead. Like Joe's not oh. getting out of it unscathed. But no. I'm just wondering I'm just wondering which way he would die. Like would he <laughs> would he just get immediately pulled? Like the whole thing would just turn and go under the wheel or there, there are many times in this movie where Joe would not come out unscathed, <laughs> but this is definitely one of the main ones. I don't know specifically how sidecars are attached to motorcycles, but let's say it's very strongly. Then when that sidecar gets hit with the truck, it would just spin the motorbike into the side of the truck and then tumble it and Joe would go under the back tires and die. Yeah, Joe would be very dead very quickly. Very fucking dead very quickly. If it's attached very weakly... Then it it's gonna snap off and Joe's gonna overcompensate and spin out the fucking other way and exactly. die. Like he's exactly. not gonna be unscathed. Like <laughs> But you know what's the, the the fucked up thing is the guy in the sidecar does not die. The truck continues no. to push him until he goes into the harbor. And I'm like, man, no, you would just have like you would just have a flattened sidecar and a man worked into the grill of that truck. Like oh, it would be nothing. Dude. 
nothing but bad guy paste. He would be bad guy paste. He would. Do you remember when I hit that raccoon with my old tan Chevy Nova? Oh, I do. I do. It would be that. Yeah. <laughs> Only dude. That guy. That guy in the sidecar would have been melded into one, like when Jeff Goldblum came out of the pod at the end of the fly. <laughs> remember yes when it's yes, exactly when he got teleported with the telepod yeah. yes, exactly. it's it like big fucking hoses coming out of his ass and everything yeah that was like it'd be like that yeah he would be in a world of hurt that dude would not be alive and just fly into the harbor unless it was just juice and pieces oh yeah <laughs> just just <laughs> scraping him off the truck so joe is somehow still on the motorbike he jumps over the fruit cart. He drives through the conveniently placed barrels. All of the all Looney Tunes uh, set up like, like in, uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in <a long> talk. <laughs> yes, everything is very carefully set up for the stunt driver to drive through. And then the truck guy rear ends Joe with the truck. But like the truck is high enough that the bumper goes over the seat and like it's smashing him in the lower back with the truck bumper. And the truck's bouncing back. It's bouncing off of Joe's back. <laughs> He's so strong. He's it's, ricocheting it's, the truck. <laughs> the guy is driving the truck and it's shaking him. He's just like, boom. And it's just like, uh, no. That, that would just crush Joe to death immediately. Like another time when he would certainly be scathed, as it were. Because, yeah. yeah, the bumper goes over the seat and hits Joe in the back. And it's there's a force like it, it's it's jostling Joe. He's like, oh, and I'm like, no, he would just push over you. <laughs> and then he would feel fump fump from driving over the bike and the juice that you have become. You just have wet tires now. That's all. I like how he drives over the bike and they show the bike smash in the road. And then they cut to inside the truck and the guy's laughing. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, he just laughs like, Haha, I, I killed that guy. <laughs> he, loves, he loves the fact that he's killed Joe. And, and then he drives a great distance with Joe underneath the truck. Very going back to pray for death. Very long distance under the truck. Stowaway. Yeah. And now we get uh, another warehouse. This is where he shows up to Ortega's warehouse. They pull the truck in. Ortega sees the weaponry. Is it like, it's like this weird rocket launcher thing. Is that the shit that Jackson fires at the end? Yeah, I think it is, which, oh God. Yes. Yes. I don't even want to. Yes, it we'll, is. We'll get there, but yes. We'll get there. We'll get we there. We will get there. Absolutely. We'll get there. Ortega sees the weapon, talks to Blackstar Ninja. Hey, we're good. Everything's going to be fine. They leave. And then Joe pops out from under the truck, finds the weapon. But one of the guards sees Joe and does the, hey, you. And Joe kicks him and pop, 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 pop. He fires the gun. And everybody, they all hear the gunfire from outside and they run back in and Joe is now scrambling up the truck and climbing into the roof. Yeah. And they go in and fucking Ortega goes, Lock the door so he can't get away. Everyone, look around you. Auntie. Everyone, look around you. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Thanks, asshole. Like, Thanks. I was yeah. going to cover my Thanks, fucking eyes. Right yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, really? <laughs> I was planning on taking this pistol, firing three rounds, and then holding the hot barrel into my eye sockets. I thought that would be the best way to find him. You fucking dildo! So yeah. Look around. Look around. Thanks, boss. I wouldn't have known what to do without you. 
And then Blackstar Ninja goes, the ninja will handle it. So he sends the ninjas off through the warehouse. But Joe is now climbing out the roof hole. And this fucking made me laugh too, because Joe climbs out the roof hole of a fucking warehouse. <laughs> There's supposedly ninjas. He's got army boots on a raw corrugated metal roof and he's running and they can't fucking hear it. <laughs> and, and then a guy outside just goes, hey, hey just starts yeah. Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Incredible. He goes through the roof. He pops his head up and there's a guy standing there. Hey! It was amazing. (laughs) And this is where I'm extremely, very much, unbelievably reminded of how shitty marksmen all of these guards are. Because they all have machine guns and none of them hit anything ever. Nobody shoots anybody in this movie who's a bad guy. These are stormtroopers of the highest degree. They hit nothing. They hit nothing. Like Joe goes back into another warehouse. Another guy sees him. Machine gun. Nope. All he hits is the big truck tire and flattens that. Joe at the end of this scene is literally running in a straight line into the jungle with four guys with machine guns shooting at him. And none of them hit him (laughs) (laughs) at all. Nobody touches him. This is where Shinyuki comes out and saves him and says, oh, go through this little, you know, hole in the woods or whatever the fuck. And Blackstar Ninja is obviously pissed. And uh, Ortega here, Ortega, I got to mention Ortega's car phone, which is an actual phone with a cord. Yeah. Yeah, it legit (laughs) is. It's an actual 1985, like, wall phone with just, I assume, some production assistant in there holding the other end of the cord. No, that's legit what, what... I, we had in my parents' house, like, in that same year. Yeah, that color, right? That weird ivory-beige color? Yeah, that what, ivory-beige color, and it mattered on the wall in the kitchen. And that's what, that, that's what was in my house. With the, like, six-foot cord that always got way too twisted? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So that wraps up that little section. We get uh, Joe going back here into section four, where Ronaldo gets Joe arrested when he arrives back at the base. But Blackstar Ninja now is sent to kill Joe in his cell. But Joe escapes and fights Blackstar Ninja. Joe meets Jackson and the three of them with Patricia go to see the colonel who tries to arrest Joe again. But Joe escapes and the colonel meets with Ortega while Blackstar Ninja kidnaps Patricia. Mm. So Joe makes his way back to the base and he's arrested. Despite the fact that this is a low budget movie, I am very impressed with what they did with the sets here because the I think I do think a lot of the places they used were like a hotel that they the hotel is you know Ortega's location but I think that doubled the hotel is also spots on the army base yes as well like and I think that the colonel's house was part of the hotel but they do legit it looks good like they've got warehouses and stuff like that so this the fact that this was a one million dollar movie like they really worked their locations really well. Like whoever negotiated the deal, like did an amazing job. Cause you know, it looks like, it looks like multiple places, but I think it was, I think the whole fucking thing was shot at this hotel. Yeah, pretty much. Eh? Like the, the locations are one thing where I never really thought about, Oh, where the hell are they? Like it all fits. Everything looks legit. Mm-hmm. Everything looks right. You know, oh, the Colonel's house. Yeah. That looks nice, man. That's a Colonel's house. It all looks great. So yeah. yeah, kudos to the person who found the locations. Cause they're really good. The sets and everything. They're great. Um, so Joe does get arrested here. When he goes back to the base, he gets put in a cell. Uh, Jackson here tries to straighten out 
the, the situation with Joe, with the sergeant, but he gets basically pissed off and, and told to, to go, you know, screw off because the sergeant is obviously crooked here. We get a, a quick shot of sad Joe in the jail cell moping. Jackson and Patricia here confront Colonel Hickok, and we can tell the colonel just fucking hates Joe so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that guy sucks. I hate him. <laughs> He's the worst. Shinyuki here hears, like you mentioned before, they cut to Ortega talking to Black Star Ninja about... It is too dangerous to let him live. He must be terminated. My man fell to kill him in the jungle. They made it a mistake of underestimating him. I will not. Can you do it? Can you kill him? Mochiron yarimasu. Then do it. Hi. Tonight. Hi. And you can see Shinyuki in the back like, oh, what are you guys talking about over there? Mm. I'm just going to conveniently water this plant over here while I'm listening in. <laughs> he's got his, yeah. his eyes open. He's, he's watering the plant right by Ortega, just like slowly leaning in and listening. <laughs> Staring at him, like, intently. (laughs) (laughs) So then we get Black Star Ninja uh, cut to the nighttime. Black Star Ninja breaks into the jail. Black Star Ninja climbs the power, the the fucking, the pole. The goddamn power pole. And cuts the power line to the base with fucking handheld wire cutters. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you die so fast. (laughs) (laughs) So kill everything about you. I can't even believe it. Joe's doing his little magic ninja hand spidey sense positions and stuff. So this is the other good martial arts scene in the movie that I liked was when Blackstar Ninja came down the roof and swung in behind the guy that left the barracks or the, the, sorry, the jail. And there's two guards there and Blackstar Ninja's got his two, his double comma. Yeah. And he fights these two guys. It's good. It's a good scene. It's a legitimately good scene. Yeah. You know, he's kicking, he's kicks the door into the second guy. He's using the commas really cool to block shit and smoke dudes. Tadashi Yamashita, like you said, he's legit. He's a good, good martial artist. And uh, it really shows in this particular scene and the other one. It does. And this is, this is a film that is, again, more about martial arts than it features martial arts because there's not a whole lot in this film. And usually, usually the stuff that's in it is 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 pretty soft but you know like you said that scene that scene was was wasn't half bad no it wasn't and he goes down finds joe he literally smoke bombs the door open i don't know how the fuck he opened the door with a smoke bomb but i've stopped questioning <laughs> black star ninja at this point his little yeah his, black star ninja's little run his little naruto run that he does when he crouches and like runs ninja style is fucking awesome yeah. i love it he does yeah. it a bunch of times and it's amazing every time yeah, when he does it going down the going down the hallway of the of the prison cells, I thought it was great. It's so it was great. Awesome. Yeah. And then Joe goes outside. Who who the fuck puts a 35 foot ladder inside a prison yard? Like <laughs> Right. What? I kept looking at that like who, why is that there? <laughs> yeah, inside the fucking fence. Yeah. With without any surprise, Joe escapes the uh prison quite easily. Because of the strategically placed 35, the, the, the ladder is twice as high as the building. <laughs> yes. So Joe easily runs up it and then, and then he just, he just tips it over and, uh, and uses it to get over the fence. And then we get, you know, Joe fighting black star ninja, which it's not bad. It's not bad. Like as a kid, I was no. just like, Oh Jesus. Like this was, 
very exciting for me as a kid, like before yep. I studied any martial arts. Uh, you know, you can say two that best one ninjas of fighting made me wanted. Yeah, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to get into the martial arts just because of this fight scene. Even though it's it's okay, it's not it's not a bad scene at all. No, did this between the Shokazuki movies and this movie? This was one of the reasons why I would like cut shurikens out of sheet metal and sharpen them and throw them at my backyard fence and shit. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? And like make nunchucks, and like made all those ninja shits and made little bow shurikens and th- learned how to throw them. This was one of the reasons why yeah. it was cool as shit. Yeah, it was, it was totally cool. So this is, this is actually where, <laughs> like you said, Joe and Blackstar Ninja are fighting on the trucks. Joe gets this, I guess it's a wooden pole, but it's like a PV pole. That's got like the hook on the end. Yes. And he's fighting Blackstar Ninja. And then he hooks him in the forearm with the hook. Yes. Yeah. Like controls his arm. I was like, oh, oh, like that would hurt so much. And like, okay, realistically speaking, that would destroy all your flexor muscles in your forearm so you wouldn't be able to grab anything anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, at all. Out of commission. Like that right at hand, all. no more use. That's gone now. So, but no, no, he's right back. Blackstar Ninja's right back throwing shit and doing stuff. Yeah, you'd be like Woody Harrelson in Kingpin. <laughs> right he'd have a, a black star hook hand <laughs> yeah so the fucking the mps show up here big shootout with the ninja everybody's razzled from their bases or from their bunks and stuff joe gets away thankfully he grabs jackson as jackson comes out of the bunk and says hey man i need a jeep and he goes to meet uh joe meets jackson with the jeep but jackson for some reason went and got patricia where she came from i don't know because like Joe shows up with Patricia, or sorry, Jackson shows up with Patricia, right? And they're at the base, and they're like, I got it. Joe's like, I got to go get Blackstar Ninja, and I got to go get Ortega. And Patricia's like, no, 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 come see my dad. Why don't you come talk to my dad? Well, dude, where was Patricia? It's the middle of the night. Yeah. Was she not at home with her dad? Like, did Jackson drive to fucking her dad's place to get her to bring her to the base to go back to her dad's? I think that's what happened. But she's done. She's like wearing that flashy red top. Her hair's all done. Her makeup's done. It's two in the fucking morning. Right? She had to take. Like she said, had to take a Hercules moment and be like, "Just give me a second, Jackson. I got to look good for Joe. I got to." Yeah, but Jackson obviously went and got her, and then drives and gets <laughs> Joe, and then they he drives her straight the fuck back home just so yeah. we can find out that the uh, that her dad's a piece of shit too. We can find out the lesson of 1980s movies, which is never listen to the girl because yeah. she's always wrong in this case. like She never does anything good in this movie. <laughs> she is wrong about every man that she trusts. She's Everything. wrong about Joe. Joe's a piece of shit. Joe she's, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> she's wrong about her father. Hey, Joe, smile every once in a while. You're not James Dean. <laughs> does he smile? In, he does smile a couple of times. Yes, he does. Yeah. So yeah, they go they go to the uh Colonel's house, Colonel Hickok's house. The MPs uh that he calls the MPs and they end up arresting Joe again or trying to cuz oh my god, the colonel's in on it, but Joe jumps out the goddamn window. Uh, Joe dives out the window. <laughs> like he dives. Like dives out the window. It's a ridiculously unnecessary dive. <laughs> it's it's like the unnecessary gymnastics that all the ninjas do. Joe just like dive out the window (laughs) and he jumps in the Jeep and tears off. And then we get the Jeep chase. So the Jeep chase is kind of amazing because there's two Jeeps chasing Joe 
one of which has a couple of dudes in it. The other one has the sergeant and a driver. They're ripping around, blah, blah, blah. And Joe bumps one of the Jeeps into a tree or something, like a bunch of water and shit falls out of the tree. Was that, did I see that right? Uh, I don't remember that part. The first Jeep crashes. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and, and then we get the incredible <laughs> second Jeep. <laughs> the incredible second Jeep where Mr. Ockmonic kicks the driver out at 80 kilometers an hour. Yeah. Get out. Get out. Make, and then the jump. goes off the road and the Jeep hits a tree and literally all of the Jeep explodes at once. <laughs> it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. He goes, ah, and the front bumper of the Jeep essentially touches the tree and the whole fucking Jeep explodes. <laughs> like everything. Unbelievable. He didn't even hit a gas tank. He hit a palm tree. Like. <laughs> Yeah, he had a palm tree with the bumper of the Jeep. Like, the bumper, that's what it's supposed to do, is hit things. And apparently on this particular Jeep, it's 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 wired to a bunch of C4 in the trunk. Because the second that that bumper hits that palm tree, the entire fucking thing explodes. That is ninja magic, my friend. Ninja magic. And I'll tell you, ALF was very popular at the time. So I remember as a kid, I was like, oh my god, Mr. Ockmonic is dead. <laughs> I never ever got into Alf, but I remember he was on it. Oh yeah, he was the nosy next door neighbor, Mister Ockmonic. That's funny. So then we get a quick little thing with Ortega showing up at the Colonel's place. They have a bit of a falling out. Uh, Black Star Ninja. Well, let's get the timeline right here because this is important because of a point that I want to make. Because Ortega shows up at the Colonel Hick at Colonel Hickok's house, and they go in and they start talking about the shipment and the Colonel. And him are talking about, well, the colonel's saying, I don't want to ship them out. When Ortega's like, no, you have to take care of the rebels and these people need it. While this conversation is happening, Black Star Ninja sneaks into the colonel's house, unbeknownst to him, punches his daughter in the neck, knocks her unconscious, and injects her oh, with dude. something in his hand, <laughs> and then takes her okay. out to the car. I'm going to tell you right now, that Please. punch to the neck, that punch <laughs> to the neck looked like an accident. I know. I, it looked like he knocked I rewound it. <laughs> I rewound it because I was like, I think he, I think he literally hit her right in the brachial plex. And, <laughs> I think he knocked and, her out, <laughs> and she got knocked out and probably like pissed her pants. Like, <laughs> and they just were like, no, no, it looks good. We'll leave it in, right? We'll yeah, give you an grand or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, when the needle came out, I was like, dude, you don't need the fucking needle. Like, <laughs> When the needle came out, I thought, why is he doing that? She's knocked out. <laughs> she is out cold. Yeah, but yeah, that punch to the neck, I was like, I was like, oh, I don't know, man. Like that looked that looked pretty heavy. A little too close to home. <laughs> yeah, I think he I think he made contact. Then the camera pans up and he's just kind of looking side to side. He was probably looking for the director, like, uh, I just I, I actually hit her. I'm sorry. So so here's my question. Ortega and the Colonel end up having this falling out where the Colonel's like, I don't want to ship them. And, and Ortega's like, fuck you. We're going to ship them. They have this falling out. Ortega leaves and gets in the car. Black Star Ninja's there with Patricia that he kidnapped, right? Yeah. What if Ortega went into the house and said, we have to ship these weapons. And the Colonel went, yeah, we're cool. Let's ship yeah. the weapons anyway. We're cool. Yeah. Are you yeah, still kidnapping his daughter? Like you just knocked his fucking daughter unconscious. What are you doing? <laughs> 
Ortega gets in the car and Patricia's in the backseat. He's like, what the fuck? I worked it out. <laughs> Everything was cool. What are you doing? <laughs> You're now no longer Black Star Ninja. You are asshole ninja. Yeah. <laughs> this now brings us to the final section of the movie. Joe breaks into Ortega's and is reunited with Shinyuki. He remembers uh, and all, you know, his past or whatever has his little final lesson. Huge fight. Big thing here. Shinyuki dies. Jackson shows the fuck up and all hell breaks loose. We have the final confrontation with Black Star Ninja. He saves Patricia. Jackson RPGs the helicopter and we get a big hero shot of Joe. So last little scene here. Joe has to break into Ortega's uh, after he takes the Jeep and, and rides away. He gets to Ortega's. He kicks the shit out of a couple of guys here. We get uh, an actual first and perhaps very rarely seen standing dick stomp with the twist. Did you notice that of the guy at the gate? No. Oh yeah. Joe's beating up these dudes and he like front heel kick, like front kicks this dude right in the dick and then twists his foot. Like a a standing dick stomp. (laughs) Yeah. But he was leaning against the wall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which would make it hurt even more. No recoil ability at all. He just crushes his cock. (laughs) Yeah. Well, sometimes you, sometimes you got to do that. Hey, it's one of those things. It's an ancient ninja move. Ancient so we get that, move. and then we get uh, Shinyuki grabbing Joe here, and they have a little, again, a little Hercules putting the ring on moment here, where the rest of the fucking movie pauses while Shinyuki and Joe can have a little afternoon tea and talk about old times, yeah. because. You know, they're talking, what do you remember? And he's like, oh, I don't remember anything. Well, what about this? Oh, yeah, I was six and I was up in a tree and you were showing me how to cut shit with a sword and blah, blah, blah. They have this whole memory thing. And then Shinyuki's like, now it's time for your last lesson. Shuriken, uh, fucking Kama and Sai. And I'm like, he's already used all that shit. Yeah. Ninjato. Yeah, he killed like 80 guys with that in the warehouses. Like, he knows how to do that shit already. This is not a lesson. (laughs) We legitimately don't know if Joe was like the age of the explosion at the age where they, they set up. Cause you know, at the beginning of the movie, they said, ah, we found him washed up on the beach six years ago. So it was like, what, when he was 24, then why was he a little boy <laughs> right. in the flashback? Like why was he 11 in the blast in the jungle? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was unconscious from 11 till 24. He was just laying there. <laughs> This part made me think of the Simpsons as well, because Shinyuki goes, the black star ninja has betrayed the code. And Joe goes, then yeah. he must die. He must <laughs> die. Me, well, when he said he's betrayed the code, I wanted Joe to go, I'm so sick of that code. <laughs> I'm so sick of that code. The code of the Sky Riders. <laughs> That's all that made me laugh. That's so funny. <laughs> So Joe, and now the, the, I should say the helicopter arrives now with the, the buyers on board. Joe is now in full ass ninja garb. He is the American ninja. But did Joe grow up on Ortega's compound? Because if if the yeah, old guy I, was the again the timeline on Ortega's compound, was Joe one of the fucking yellow ninjas? Ah, uh, maybe. Ah, uh, yeah, ah, uh, maybe. Did like yeah, maybe he grew up there and then i don't know so where was the explosion like there i don't fucking know it had to like, be there right because he's never back thought about i never thought about yeah i never thought about this film 
at all. But now when you start looking at the timeline and you're just like, I found him in the jungle. He didn't know the war was over and he became my gardener. And then he's like, oh, yes, years ago, I trained Joe. It's like, well, Joe wasn't around during the fucking war. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like what is Joe's obviously an American. Yeah. We could spend the next three and a half hours trying to sort the timeline out and it's not going to work. (laughs) I'll tell you right now. Not going to work. Cut this part. (laughs) Cut this part. It's dog shit. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) So Joe is a ninja. (laughs) This is where Joe shoots the arrow at the feet of Ortega and Blackstar Ninja and the two guys that are buying the the, the weapons. And Blackstar Ninja steps in front of him. And then Joe shoots another arrow right at Ortega and Blackstar Ninja catches it and breaks it. Very much like Joe broke the first one. But then... And Joe, in retaliation, breaks his own fucking bow. His own bow. Yeah. I fucking laughed so hard at that. It's like, why'd you break your own bow? Why'd you break your own weapon? What are you doing? Yeah. You're not proving anything, Joe. You're already holding it. <laughs> it's your weapon, asshole. What are you doing? Idiot. That made me laugh. He's so stupid. When the business partners were like, uh, this shit looks a little dangerous. Ortega just shoots them both in the back of the head. It's like, well, there goes your, there goes your repeat business. Like, <laughs> right? Why would you shoot them? Those are two uh, guys are like, this looks like it sucks. We're piecing out. And he was like, no, you're not. Pop, pop. <laughs> shoots them. And that's a wrap. <laughs> well, maybe they just shot them for the briefcase of money, but it seems like. Well, didn't, but didn't he say when, <laughs> when he's talking to the Colonel, he's like, this deal is going to make me $4 million. There was not $4 million in that case. No. Like, not even close. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Oh, we, we do have to mention the one, or is it here? No, no, no. It's it's much later. I apologize. It? It's my it's my favorite part when he's like, American, we have your oh, girlfriend. That, yeah, that's much later. That's coming up very soon. Yeah, very, very yeah. soon, actually, because <laughs> that's actually right now, because there's a ton of terrible shooting where they try and shoot him. <laughs> and this is where they bring out Patricia. Yes. And he says, American! It was a nice toy, but it wasn't good enough. I have your girlfriend here. American! I have your girlfriend here! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Joe comes up over that wall. <laughs> you have 30 seconds to surrender. And then Patricia's <laughs> like, don't do it, Joe. And he just punches her. Punches her right in the face. Patricia constantly gets punched in the face, and it's kind of <laughs> offensive. By the end of the movie, you're just kind of like, okay, I know she's annoying, but you should definitely not just punch somebody in the face because they're annoying. She gets punched in the face three times in this movie by dudes, all by dudes. Yeah, for mouthing <laughs> off. Like, so constantly. not okay. Jesus. I'll be the first one to tell you that she sucks, but don't punch her. Jesus. Yeah. Don't punch her. Jesus. <laughs> Man. Listen, I can I can I can fight okay, but I mean, like even I wouldn't be mouthing off. I wouldn't get to the third one. I'd be like, I'm just gonna keep my fucking mouth shut here. <laughs> right. <laughs> Surrounded by fucking forty ninjas. That is not the time for me to start running my mouth. <laughs> no. And Joe, speaking of surrounded by forty ninjas, that's exactly what happens to Joe right now. Cause they're oh, like, yeah. nope. I don't care. Kill him. And all the ninjas surround Joe. And then, poof, smoke bomb. Shinyuki's there back to back with him. So Shinyuki and Joe fight all the ninjas. And, okay, 
I love this movie. I will watch this movie more than once again. I will watch it a lot before yes. I die. And I'm we're doing this movie because we love it. These fights are fucking terrible. Yeah, dude. They they really are. Like they like when you watch the ninjas go at Joe and Shinyuki, they're literally guys holding swords above their head and stepping in towards them. That's <laughs> all they're yeah. doing. <laughs> yeah. It like you're you're so right, because it's such a good movie. And okay. The, the fighting aspects aside, Shinyuke uh, literally turns invisible. Yes. Like, yes. Not a smoke literally. bomb. He literally turns invisible. Then Black Star Ninja looks to the left, looks to the right, tosses a throwing knife into the air. And then all of a sudden, Shinyuke, like appears with a knife in him. Oh, oh. And Joe's like, oh, no. Yeah. he throw, Doesn't he throw it at Joe and Shinyuki appears in front of Joe to take the blow? Yeah, that's right. It is. That's what it is. Yeah, but still, and he protects. He he, he protects, protects him, still. and then he becomes visible again. And Joe's like, "Oh my God, my father figure that I didn't know ha- I had until literally ten minutes ago is dead." <laughs> it's the reverse Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, right. <laughs> he dies and becomes visible. <laughs> Kenobi dies and goes away. And then, and then the uh, the the army shows up, and then we have the incredible oh. chase scene between Joe and Black Star Ninja. Jackson shows the fuck up here with the gun in the back of the Jeep. Shirt off, muscles rippling, covered in oil. Fuck yes, Jackson. Fuck yes. (laughs) Headband on. Oh, he's rolling. I love that dude. So (laughs) when Joe and Blackstar Ninja are running and they decide to pass through the Ninja Training Center, why? You know what I'm going to (laughs) say. I know exactly what you're going to say. Why the fuck did Joe run through the heavy bag knife obstacle course? I know Blackstar Ninja runs through it and swings them behind him. Why the fuck do you follow him through that? Yeah. Go around right. it. Yeah. You're like, literally in a field. You're, you've got a field on all sides of you, but he decides to run through the swinging knife bags. <laughs> It's the dumbest and the, thing. <laughs> and then, then, and then Blackstone just starts climbing a rope. And then Joe's like, I'll just climb another rope. So now they're having like a rope climbing race. And then Blackstone and Ninja. Blackstone out a fucking flamethrower. Flamethrower. <laughs> out of his goddamn sleeve. Where's the fuel for that? <laughs> Where's the fuel? Where's the hose? Why is why is your hand not on fire? He just cocks his wrist back like Spider-Man and and starts he's got a flame I forgot about the flamethrower, to be perfectly honest. I There's was like so much I forgot about, dude. I forgot about the bag knives. I forgot about the flamethrower. Oh my god. There's so much I forgot about. That flamethrower was incredible. There's another scene though where they they cut back to Curtis and there's like these big machines. I don't know what they are. It's like a tank, but like there's oh, yeah, a yeah. tank rolling across and there's a dude sitting on the front of it out <laughs> yeah. in the open with a pistol just yeah, shooting. And I'm like, very, get inside. Casually shooting. <laughs> yeah. And he looks he looks like he doesn't give a fuck about anything, not a care in the world. And I'm like, get inside. They also have guns. <laughs> but you're right. They are shooting at them with machine guns and missing. And he's yep. he's so confident in himself. He is sitting on the front of that armored vehicle with a pistol, just like ping pong pong, just like shooting everything. 
Hey. It's fan, fan fucking tastic. It's so good. Oh fuck, dude! It's amazing. Joe has the ninja claws. He throws the claw at Black Star Ninja, and it sticks in the wall or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then we get the tremendous fight where Jackson and Charlie. Charlie's driving the Jeep, and he's going, I'm t- I'm taking this bitch uptown. <laughs> he drives yes. the Jeep up into the fucking house, and they drive around, and Jackson gets into the fist fight with fucking budget Bolo Young. <laughs> yes. That guy. This part made me laugh so much, because he's fighting budget Bolo Young, and they're punching each other. Jackson grabs him by the dick, and then, if you listen closely, you can hear him say... Yeah, how do you like that, little nuts? How do you like that, little nuts? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> oh, that was the greatest fight ever. So Ortega is. Uh, oh, this is where Ortega shoots the two business guys that are trying to leave. The yeah. army is now closing in on Ortega and the helicopter. The helicopter, by the way, is at a dead full stop right now. This is an important continuity point. Not that continuity matters worth a good fuck right now, but the helicopter is at a full stop. Rotors are not moving. Yes. Black Star Ninja now has guns on his wrist where he shoots at Joe, who's chasing yeah. him. And then they're on the roof. Black Star Ninja throws a smoke bomb for no reason because he's he doesn't move. <laughs> he just stands there. Yeah. Hilo still stopped. Ortega then shoots the colonel in the chest. Patricia is now thrown on the helicopter. They're trying to get ready to go. Ortega's still full stopped. Once uh, Ortega gets Patricia on the helicopter, eight seconds later, Hilo is at full go, ready to take off. Yeah. I don't know if you know how long helicopters take to get ready. It's a lot longer than fucking eight seconds. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the incredible part where now Ortega's like, no, no, we can't go yet. We have to wait for the ninja. (laughs) Yeah. Joe is being... Joe is chasing Black Star Ninja. Black Star Ninja turns around and shoots a goddamn laser beam out of his wrist and blows up a planter. <laughs> a fucking red Star Wars laser comes out of his wrist thing. <laughs> right out of Star Wars. Oh, like, it needed to make a pew. <laughs> the funny thing is, I was like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, when I was watching this again, I was just like, yeah. oh, my God, American Ninja, this is so great. And I was like, does he have a fucking flamethrower? Did he have a gun? I was like, okay, that was a fucking laser. Like, it started, I started, I was getting a little bit madder as the movie yeah. went on. No, I was right. like, I forgot he had a goddamn laser. And then he kills, he kills Black Star Ninja. And yep. legit, legit, the helicopter takes off and legit a stuntman. Yep. Grabs on and pulls the stuff up. Same stunt coordinator that did the jump on the motorbike <laughs> did the oh, grab really? of the helicopter. Yep. Oh, yeah. He said, well, anything that he couldn't do, I just put the suit on and off I went. <laughs> and he, there was no safety net for that, by the way. I watched an interview no, with that I'm, guy. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm watching it. Like, I'm watching the movie and I'm like, okay, they're really, they're really uh, hanging off that. And I'm 60 like, 60 feet oh, in the air. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. He was up there and he was like, well, you just, you know, you hang on. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Holy shit. 60 feet over the Filipino jungle. You think you might want to hang the fuck on? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hang the fuck on, buddy. But you know what's funny about the helicopter scene is like American Ninja, he's on the, 
I don't know. Like if it, I don't know nothing about helicopters. So if it was a car, he's on the passenger side and Ortega's like hanging out the window. He's, he's on the fucking runner and he's shooting the gun and stuff. He's Dude two feet from Joe. <laughs> yeah. Joe goes <laughs> under the helicopter, opens the other side door where Patricia is. And Ortega's <laughs> just fucking sitting in the back seat, enjoying the ride. Like he's not, <laughs> his fucking guns away. He's just sitting there casually. Like he's enjoying the flight. And I was like, Jesus, like four seconds ago, he was out on the runner <laughs> shooting his gun. His fucking hair is perfect. Like, <laughs> his suit's all fucking nice and he's just sitting in the back and the door opens and he just looks over and he's like whoa side of the helicopter yeah that was crazy like ortega was hanging out the side of the helicopter he's literally two feet from joe and can't fucking hit him with a gun yeah and joe goes up and punches him in the face and i don't know why like first of all when the helicopter takes off just go straight up and then he can't get you like why would you get up and like hover and take off five feet off the ground where he can jump to get you. Just go up, leave, fucking leave. But then they go up fighty, fighty, fighty between Ortega and Joe. He punches him and Jackson goes to get this, whatever the hell rocket launcher thing. He gets this crazy. I don't even know what the fuck it is. This giant rocket launcher. And he's waiting like, come on, Joe, come on, Joe, get off, Joe. And I'm like, if you're the helicopter guy, why don't you just leave? You've got Patricia and Joe fly high, get out of there. But nope. He doesn't. He stays so that Joe can take Patricia and jump, I don't know, six feet onto a pad, clearly on the top of the roof. Yes. Of Ortega's house. And then as soon as Joe and Patricia jump out of the helicopter, Jackson rocket launches it and blows it to pieces so that flaming debris would fall all over Joe and Patricia. Over them. I know. It's like he doesn't give them a chance to get away. It's like the, the helicopter was clearly over Ortega's house and they jumped yes. their like fucking seven or eight feet down to the roof. And then Jackson's like, all right, boom. And it's like, no, clear it away. <laughs> yeah. raining debris all over them <laughs> jesus christ even if the debris didn't hit them the helicopter would crash through the roof and then they would fall into the mansion like, right a... <laughs> into the flaming wreckage and spinning helicopter blades <laughs> and then of course we get joe dropping patricia off the roof into jackson's arms i don't know how he got that close that quick but yeah. Jax catches her and then slow pan up to the greatest hero shot I've ever seen of Joe taking the ninja mask off and slowly looking off over the ocean. Wind in his hair, James yeah. Dean look. End of movie. Minus the slow pull away of all the dead bodies on the lawn. <laughs> I are going to say dead bodies <laughs> everywhere. And it's like, there we go. But that's the thing, like in the 80s when you were a kid, like you'd be like, you didn't give a shit. As long as the hero survived, you did not care about what other carnage and mayhem happened. And like the helicopters pulling away and there's like dead bodies everywhere. But you're like, yeah, Joe. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Everywhere. Like, just fucked up everything. Yeah. There was bodies all over that lawn. It was insane. Oh, God damn. I think there was, if I'm not mistaken, there was 114 dead bodies in this movie. Oh my god. Yeah, that would make sense. Which is really friggin' high for a for a movie of this caliber. But I, I think half of them were on that lawn at the end of the movie, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have so, a lawn or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. 
So that wraps up American Ninja, dude. I still love it. I still love it. Oh, it's I still so love corny. it. Goddamn. I'm, so again, corny. I'm going to watch this several, several more times because it's awesome. Yes. Yes. So uh, let's start with soundtrack. Uh, I give it a three. Really? Three. I give the soundtrack three fists out of five because it's one of those things that's so bad it's good. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, Yeah. You know what? That's fair. All right. It's so... It's so bad, but it like it fits because, like I said earlier, like whoever was doing the sound engineering, like when yeah. when Joe's like sneaking around or anybody's fucking sneaking around, it's, they're they're playing that, like it's yeah. just it's fucking awful, but it fits. You know what? I was gonna go low, like two, but you make a very strong point there. And I when I think back now, and listening to the sound effects, the love scene stuff with the saxophone made me laugh. And enjoy the movie more. The little creepy sound effects made me laugh more and made me enjoy the movie more. So yeah, as bad as it was, it made me enjoy the movie more. So yeah, I'll, yeah, three, three and a half even fists out of five for soundtrack. And what about, let's go acting. The acting in this film is, is, is bad. It's, it's bad. Like across the board, Michael Dudikoff is obviously supposed to be a guy that doesn't emote uh so i guess that works yeah. for him curtis jackson is the best character in this film, great hands down number yeah. two is charlie number three is mr Ockmonic. yeah <laughs> like that's that's basically how it goes i'll 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 give it uh i'll give it two and a half fists out of five just because it was serviceable and that's that's about as as good as it gets for me yeah i'm going slightly lower i'm gonna go two fists out of five for acting just because again Curtis Jackson, awesome. I love that dude. And the others, I mean, they're okay. Like you said, the guy that plays Charlie is great. But, you know, two out of however many, it's it's not enough to, to get me to the halfway point. So I'm going to go two fists out of five for that. Uh, martial yeah, arts. I can respect that. Martial arts weren't great in this either. I'm going to give no. it a two. I'm going to go two fists out of five. But I don't want that to mean that uh, it took away my love for the film because I, I I loved it. But the martial arts on the on the rewatch, um, the martial arts are not very good in this film. No, the martial arts are not good. I'm going to go two fists out of five for the martial arts as well. Tadashi Yamashita obviously knows what he's doing, but he's literally the only one. All the rest of them are, you know, Michael Dudikoff again. To his credit, you can tell put put time in, but it's just not. They're not good. They're not good martial arts. So two two fists out of five. No, I mean like you know we did we did Ong Bak, we did the raid, we did Way of the Dragon. Those are those are martial arts films. This Correct. this is a film you know about a guy that knows martial arts that you know clearly didn't know them, but put it together in a in a really fun and really entertaining film that I've watched you know dozens of times in my life. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know like. And you're like, ugh, that's I can't think that's just really bad. Where the yeah. fuck did he get a laser gun in his ninja <laughs> wristband? Ninja Batman suit. Yeah. yeah, this didn't this didn't really have any whoa moments for me. Zero. It was zero zero whoa moments. This does pass the brother revenge test. It does. There is no brother and there is no revenge. So it does. We would have watched this, which we did back in the day. So, yeah, that is a wrap, son, on American Ninja. Yeah, I had a blast. I had a blast on this, watching this again. Next week. Are we talking next week yet, or are we going to leave that up in the air for now? 
I, I'm ready for it. I'm totally ready for it. I watched it this morning. So nice. So next week, I'm excited to to dip our our toes into the Steven Seagal oeuvre and and kind of wet our beaks in the in the in the still waters of Out for Justice. Yes, Steven Seagal. I, I remember. When uh, this hit theaters and you and I immediately uh, went to Park Lane and caught it opening night. Oh, it was Friday night. And we shot directly to the theaters to watch this one. And we were not disappointed. We were not, sir. This movie, looking back now, like I haven't done my rewatch yet, but uh, I, I can see it being like, oh, I don't know if this is okay or not. <laughs> But I remember it being awesome. I remember uh, being like, Steven Seagal yeah. breaks shit. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. So next week, out for justice on You Have Offended This Podcast. <laughs>